0: This is Biz. I'm a stay at home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we call bullshit on the to do list when none of the 10,000 things we do as moms every day counts as a thing we can cross off. Plus, Biz brings the beat. Teresa loves mind games, and we talked to Sally Hepworth about her debut novel, The Secrets of Midwives. Woo! Say woo. Check. Off the to-do list. Done. Done. I think you said two weeks ago or something. Yeah. Isn't it nice to know that like at some point in time, every week, you 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 get to go woo. Yeah. It's just a thing you have to yeah. do. You know
1: what to do mm-hmm. in that moment. Yep. You don't have to
0: question. Nope. It's never going to change unless it's, like, a special episode and I try and, like, make it into a Make it into a thing. (laughs) Uh, But how are you? I'm pretty good. You're wearing wearing yellow, which is a very bright and cheerful and upbeat color. That's
1: what I'm going for today.
0: Well, it's working. Thank you.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Last night I was uh, (laughs) making dinner for Simon and Oscar. Jesse was out. And I <laughs> and I was gonna give them carrots with their dinner, with their hot dogs, and with their hot <laughs> dogs. No, so they were having um, they were having uh, one of those like gnocchi pre made gnocchi oh. uh, dishes from um, Trader Joe's. Good idea. Um, thank you. And. Uh, So, anyways, I'm like thinking to myself, what can I do to get Simon to eat these carrots? Even though, like, carrots are just like the bullshit of vegetables. Like, they're barely a vegetable. They taste (laughs) like candy. And, like, every kid should eat carrots. Every kid fucking loves carrots, right? But Simon is in the pickiest phase ever right now. He won't eat anything except for, like, cheese and salami. I hate
0: kids so much.
1: So, (laughs) I'm like, he needs to just eat at least a couple carrots. That'll make me feel so much better. So, I'm like, hey, Simon. So, I'm thinking, like, what will make him eat these carrots? And I I go, hey, Simon, do you want your carrots fresh and crispy or do you want them steamed like Oscar's carrots? Right. And he goes, fresh and crispy. And I'm like, like instantly he knew the answer. And right. I said, great. OK, cool. And I'm thinking maybe that's enough. Maybe yeah. like the fact that he chose how he wants them instead of just having them like put in front of him. But no, he and and also I'll do this thing where I'll serve the veggie first right. as I'm preparing the rest of the meal. So if they're kind of hungry, that's what's there, yeah. and sometimes that gets them to eat it. No, wasn't happening. Um. So then I serve the gnocchi. The gnocchi is super hot. It's like yeah. steaming hot. And Simon's all upset that the gnocchi is so hot because right. he's really hungry and he really wants to eat it. And he's like, I'm trying blowing, but it's not working. It's still hot. And I'm like, Well, you know what? If if you like eat two carrots, by the time you're done with two carrots, I bet it'll be ready to eat. And he right. goes, okay, and he eats two carrots. And I was like, yes. And then I thought to myself, that is like a. Thi- it's like parents, yeah, have to be quick, genius at mind games, yeah, at all yeah. times. Yes, we have to. And I was thinking, like, I was thinking back to like, um. You know, that caller with, like, the puppet yeah. getting her kid to do whatever it was at bedtime right. using, like, a pretend puppet yeah. or whatever. And, like, we talked about that as being, like, momming up and, like, just basically having a good attitude, which is so <laughs> important, which is such an important part sure. about it. But it's also this, like, it is a never-ending battle for what is going to work this time. Like, yeah. should I do the, like... um opposite? Should I try it like from the opposite and see if that works? Should I offer it to him? Should I say that he has to? Should I offer like a treat as a reward? Like what is going to work today? Yeah. And it's so funny because like I think back (laughs) to when I just had one child and he was like (laughs) one and a half or two. And my whole approach at the time, like not to diss former Teresa, like Teresa from the past, I was doing a great job. But I was very much like, I don't want to like bullshit around with my kids. Like I'm just right. gonna tell, I'm just gonna tell Simon what's right. expected of him, and yeah. I'm just gonna show that to him day after day, and like eventually he's gonna catch on, and like the monotony
0: will will wear yeah. him down. Yeah, he's and he'll just, just gonna, eat his fucking. Carrots. He's just gonna
1: do it, and right. like we're not gonna, I'm not gonna like have a big conversation with him about why he should do something <laughs> or not do something. I'm just gonna be like, this is what we do, right. and he's just gonna do it. Yeah. And it's I'm that kinda of like, yeah. what the fuck was I thinking? Like yeah. I just had no and it's okay. I don't yeah, blame myself. Fun. But like and that's and also that is kind of an appropriate thing for some two-year-olds like early two-year-olds, like it totally is appropriate to just say this is this is what we're doing and like without a lot of explanation yeah but like a three and a half year old is like a totally it changes it's so changes it fucking changes it's just the days of me being able to say like yeah you're gonna
0: eat your carrots right are over. over yeah they're just over it just changes yeah yeah that well good job thanks manipulating your child i know Good job. Every once in a while, it works. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. I, uh, the the You call them mind games. I call them the lies. Okay. I have told Katie Bell over the years uh, <laughs> to get her to eat food or whatever. Um. Well, really good. Thanks. Speaking, How spe- are you? I'm all right. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Katie Bell's stomach aches are back. Oh, no. Uh, if some of you may remember around the time that I was pregnant with Ellis and she was... Uh, going into uh, preschool from room three with the three-year-olds to mm-hmm. the pre-K room. And we were moving houses mm-hmm. and all the stuff that she was like, I'm totally handling it. You know, never said a word. The stomach aches started. Um, the stomach aches. And then they went away. Like, we, you know, made some changes. I tried to spend more time with her. You would sh- <laughs> the second time around with the stomach aches, mm-hmm. I'm a little like – I, you know, I believe that my child's stomach hurts, because I yeah. believe that stress and, like, whatever can make your stomach hurt. Yeah, it happens. Is, it, is she throwing up? No. Is she have diarrhea? No. Does it stop her from eating? No. Does it stop her from doing jumping jacks running all over the place? No. Is she but- doubled over? No. There's, like, no other. Okay. No fever. No yeah. nothing. We're pooping regularly, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clearly something psychological, mm-hmm. and apparently it's very normal. Five-year-olds at peaks, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but... It still stresses me out because as a mother, I am torn between these two places of, I really want to help my child, yeah, and the other one is, fuck you. I spend all fucking day with you. I mean, like I can't give you any more like special attention. Like the balance that I do between these two kids is just like never ending. You know, yeah. like when I'm getting like, literally an hour to myself combined yeah. all day. Oh, God. You know, and everything else is just like, you can sit in here with me and we can try and play this game and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. eh, I just like I just want to be like, no, you don't. You're not. I have a stomachache. Yeah. I have a stomachache. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know, we're trying to like not treat it too seriously to give it too. you know, because like, there's like a million different types of advice. Don't give it too much. Or, you know, she's just a way to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. It's like a tantrum, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, don't totally ignore it because then they don't think you're like... <laughs> it's yeah. just like one of these fucking bullshit things that happens that's not yeah. bullshit at the same time. So yeah. anyway, I also, out of this, came to the realization, like, I've really been kind of worked up about it. I'm like, I, yeah, because in all seriousness, I don't know what else I can change. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talked about last week, I'm really trying to, like you know, recognize her emotions more, make Mm -hmm. sure I'm really listening, not, you know, basically fuck with her, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, let her finish her thoughts. Doesn't mean she gets away with everything, but just trying to make it a more relaxed environment while she still has responsibilities, trying to do all this stuff. And then, like, last night, I was like, wait a second. Why is this all my fault? (laughs) Yeah. Why is... I mean, I really feel like this yeah. is somehow my fault. Yeah. And a lot of it's because I'm the one who's with her the most. So she's coming to me with the, mm-hmm. I, you know, my stomach hurts yeah. and I need this and I wish you could spend more time with me. But then I was like, wait a second, maybe it's Devin's fault. Yeah. His schedule's changed. We don't <laughs> see him all day. Like he's not coming home until the end of the night, you know. Maybe it's Ellis is stressing her out because he's mm-hmm. finally to that age of really getting into her stuff. And mm-hmm. maybe it's that pill of a friend from school stressing her out, you know, like, why is this my fault? Yeah. Everybody else needs to pull it together. You know, and I just, yeah. like, my new focus is helping her deal with all these other all these jerks other in her life. All these Yeah, all these other assholes in her life. That are giving her a stomachache. That's Right. Oh. I,
1: love that yeah everybody I else stop giving her a stomach that's perfect yeah so I might you be st- just your job is just to love her yeah be, keep being there for her yes. as her mom right doing all the stuff and, that you're already doing for her and to not
0: say yeah mama needs to try harder no fuck that no you don't Because then I'm just letting her think that that's it's me no yeah, yeah. No. anyway I love uh, that thank you I so this love is my that. new mantra good yeah. job that's right It's all the other assholes around you, Katie Bell. Um, But speaking of assholes, uh, actually not speaking of assholes at all, unless you want to say that weather, unless you want to personify weather Mm, as an asshole, we want to give everybody a quick shout out uh, on the East Coast. (laughs) Those of you who have been pretty much trapped. Yeah. Snowed in. Snowed in with horrible weather, plus a holiday weekend in the middle of it all. I know, Teresa knows, we all know that you're losing your mind. Yep. We have a little Facebook uh, challenge going on on our Facebook page right now uh, that already is packed full of, oh my God, how do you how are you getting through the day? Quick fixes. There are some amazing genius ideas on there. One of my latest favorites that I saw was somebody just said, I get store-bought cookie dough mm-hmm. and treat that as Play-Doh, like the roll oh, of sugar cookie dough yeah. and just let the kids play with that? And I was yeah. like, where is that on Pinterest? That's genius. Yeah. Like, instead of sitting here spending 30 minutes ignoring my kids while I try and make homemade Play-Doh yeah. or give them the stuff that stains my countertop, yeah. just give them sugar, sugar cookie to. Yeah. Perfect. Genius. Totally genius. Uh, so come add yours, Come commiserate with everybody. Uh, or even if you're not trapped in snow and you just are looking for a way to fill some time, <laughs> uh, it is really a great... Source of of ideas. So good job, everybody! Yeah, good job, guys. You're all doing a really good job. You guys are amazing. We really are sorry. (laughs) I really know that it sucks so much. (laughs) Speaking of sucking so much, let's talk about to-do lists. Great. Yes. Oh, God. Can you just name a couple of things on your to-do list for me?
1: Well, I've pulled up my to-do list here on my phone. And it's, I mean, it's its so long, first of all. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so long. Like, there's things on here that I haven't even uh, looked at for a really long time. Um <laughs> So thank you for calling my attention. You're to welcome.
0: This. You're welcome. That's um, on my to do list. Yeah. So
1: just to give you like a just yeah. a couple things to sure. pull off there, I need to update our employee handbook. Okay. Maximum fun for 2015. Uh, right. There's a few things that actually like by law need yeah. to be updated in there and like <laughs> to, distributed to our employees. Right. Um, We have, I have like stupid errands to do at Home Depot. Like, we have Mm. this like set of Mm. stairs in a ladder that like our handyman bought for us and then decided he couldn't actually install in our attic door. Oh, good. And now I have to return them and they're huge and heavy and I can't, but I have to find the receipt. Right. I have to look for the fucking receipt. That's a classic to do list. That's a thing. And there's like a broken sprinkler head while I'm at it and like a drain thing that I need for. The driveway got repaved by so whatever. It's right. Like,
0: anyway, um, so th- that's just a couple of things you need yeah. to do. those yeah. are valid things that you, Teresa Thorn, I need to do. Those things. Need to do. Yeah. I just, I just want to run a couple of things by you. Let me know if any of these things are on your to-do list. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, dress and change. Dress the kids. Change their diapers. Uh, make breakfast for the family. Clean up that breakfast, uh, empty the dishwasher, do the laundry, make lunches, clean up, clean up making the lunches that they take to school. Uh, Take the trash out, feed the dogs or cats, walk the dogs, pick up all the toys that just keep getting pulled out throughout the day, Uh, put away laundry, uh, make a shopping list. Uh, do the shopping, unpack the shopping. Oh, re change the baby again. Restock the diapers and restock the wipes wherever you hold those. You're out. You need to m- go find them and put them where they where they need to be. Uh, make some snacks. Uh, clean up. Where you made the snacks. Uh, Oh, get dinner started and clean up that dinner. These tantrums deal with tantrums that you have throughout the day. Oh, and this is a special sub list. Notice any strange itching or stomach aches or eye rubbing or weird rashes or increased whining or teething or picky eating or whatever. Try to solve those Mm -hmm. mysteries. Try to solve. I don't know. Are any of those on your list? You're blowing my fucking because, mind right now. Because that's just until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon Yeah, that's just part me. of the day. Yeah, that's, that's okay. not even a whole day. Yeah, so that's what I want to, that's what we want to talk about today, okay? Fuck. Because there's like this <laughs> giant, that really is still only a part of yeah. like the generic ass shit. Yeah. That doesn't count. And what, that doesn't count? No. That doesn't count. Uh, go get gas. Go to work. Yeah. if you're, you know, if you're working outside, if you're going yeah. to an office to work, go, uh, you know, yeah. do all the to-do list that you have that are related to work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. and then come back home. Go to the bank. Go, go to, to the, the bank. The... Get your gas. Yeah, you know, get your tires changed. Yeah. Even notice that your tires need <laughs> yeah. change, Right. Yeah. Adjust. Uh, my favorite is I really need to adjust the car seat for Ellis because the straps oh, yeah. are getting a little low. Yeah. You know, like there's. There's all the mom shit that you do on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and there's all your normal work mm-hmm. that you do on a normal basis, and none of those qualify none of those are for on to do list.
1: list. Right? It's so unfair. That is unfair. None of it is on my to do list, and therefore I am not getting anything done. Right. Is like the feeling because you look at my you look yeah. at my to do list day in and day out and it just keeps
0: more things just keep getting at right, Things right and- every once in a while a thing gets crossed off like per week right so one it makes you feel awful that you don't feel like you can get anything done because that's how you're viewing it yeah okay two there's no reward for scratching it off, and it sort of it sort of like adds to the like category of why we feel sometimes that this is really hard and nobody gives a shit yeah Because... That's, like, a really mundane list of things, but there's something that you you actually are doing every single day, so much so that they begin to be— And everybody notices when you change the tires on the car. Everybody notices when the sprinkler head is suddenly working. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes, right. yeah.
1: But, you know, in general, yeah.
0: the big thing— That's
1: worth saying to your partner, hey, I, I did such and such today. Right. Your partner doesn't come home to you being like, I emptied the,
0: di- the diaper pail. I know. Because, like, we do this thing at the end of the day. Yeah. where it's like uh, let's talk about our day yeah yeah and there are some days where like everybody talks about the day and it gets to me and I'm just like, I was like what do you want me to tell you do you yeah. want me to literally say I changed the baby I yeah. restocked the diapers I put the yeah. diapers in I checked the diaper pad? you know like yeah. do you want me to go through this insane list yeah and I, I kinda wonder if maybe I should. I know. I wonder if I maybe should sit there and really make everybody sit through <laughs> the list of what I did that day. Well, you know,
1: you could. You totally could. Right. For one thing. And would I feel a- more celebrated? Um I think so, because you know what? That kind of reminds me of um, I think I mentioned a few weeks back that I had gotten Simon into the habit of asking me what I did that day when he picks me when I pick him up from school. And he's still kind of doing it like almost (laughs) every day. He goes like, I want you to tell me what you did today. (laughs) And like I I will tell him. And sometimes I'm like, you know, this is actually a good exercise for him to hear. Like, kind of all the stuff that goes on that he probably doesn't even notice. Right. You know? And I do sometimes go into well... Because we're just driving home. It's not like... It's taken up anybody's time. We're just right, sitting there. Sitting I might there, as well yeah. list off all this shit. <laughs> now, but the person who really needs to hear it is my <laughs> husband. Well, so well, I we say, should really wait and
0: have that conversation. Because with- I do that with Katie Bell sometimes. But now that she's older, it's like even weirder to be yeah. like, well, I did the I laundry know, so, today. Yeah. I went shopping. Because you're like, I'm just talking to a child. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it may not be the emotional boost that I need. True, true. Yeah, it might be and, a little sad. And it Katie Bell's be a, a little like, I don't really give a shit because yeah. I'm five.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit like the day that I I had to tell Simon that it was my birthday. <laughs> 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 and he was like, oh, happy birthday, Mommy. And I was like, thanks.
0: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sad. That's a little sad. Uh, but okay, but I interrupted you. So it, there, there is... <clears throat> No, I was just going to say,
1: like, you, cu- you could, yeah. like, you could do that sometimes, I think. And, like, the other thing that I think we should all do, like, because for me, I felt so vindicated listening to you read off that list just uh-huh. now. Like, that made me feel amazing. Yeah. And I think we could all benefit from, obviously, you're not going to make a fucking to-do list every day that lists all those, like, minutiae. Right. Like, we're not going to do that. That would...
0: Take a lot of time they would, they would take and up, be like stupid. That would take up a lot of time from our yeah, from non yeah to do list and our to do and list. your to do list. Yeah, <laughs> it would be stupid, but like it couldn't hurt
1: to do it once in a while, just yeah. to kind of be like, yeah, like I'm doing all of this shit every day or at least every week, yeah, and or a few times a week, and you know that's like look at everything I'm doing and just to kind of. Just to kind of, like... Remind yourself and remind the people in your life. Well, yeah, and to forgive yourself for, like, when you look at your... Real to-do list. That, you know, it's not that you're not doing anything. Right. You know? No, that's... So,
0: this is one of those things where, thank God Teresa uh, hosts the show with me, because, like, Teresa (laughs) is thinking about this and is like, look, if you do this and you remind yourself all this work you're doing... You'll give yourself a break for the stuff you're not getting to. And you'll it'll make you feel better. It'll help you. And I'm like, you should make a list so that you can punish all the people in your life and make sure that they really understand what you're getting. Because, like, I hit this wall uh, last week. I just, like, really hit the hit the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't – like, to Stephanie, I was like, I don't think you understand how little time I ha- – I, like, I, like I'm, I'm not responding to emails. And I need to be able yeah. to do that. You yeah. know, like, I'm not – you know, like the, the the simplest of tasks that I should be able to do, I'm not able to do because of this monotonous, like, daily list. Yeah. And, and I think we talked about this a little bit maybe last time uh, on the show or on a previous show, but I'm going to bring it up again. It's the old people will say it to you, and then you can even say it to yourself, so don't do it. Just let it sit there. Oh, yeah, Don't do the laundry thing. today. Don't, you Who know. Who cares if the dishes pile up in the sink? Well, side? here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I care. Yeah, I care, Because yeah. it's, impo- it, like, once you put the one thing down, yeah. that builds up so fast. Yeah. Like, what my house looks like at 530 at night after Ellis is down when I'm just about to have to start getting the dinner ready. Yeah. It is such a fucking disaster in the kitchen. Totally. I, I, and that was when we started off from a fairly clean point at, like, 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, you can't that actually... Thing, that thing
1: works for, like, an hour, but, like, yeah. it has to happen sometime. That's yeah. the thing. Like yeah, it's still no... going to be there. It's yeah. not like... Like, you can prioritize other right. stuff, but and that's true, but then you still
0: have to do the other stuff. Yeah, it's still, like, whether you do it now yeah. or at 8 o'clock at night right. or at 6 in the morning, whatever, yeah. it's still going to be there. Right. It's not the same thing as, like... Like I'm trying to think, does that ever apply to anything?
1: Well, I mean, I, clearly exer- my hair, probably yeah, exercise. exercise, like all the stuff yeah. that like we
0: aren't prioritizing. Right.
1: Like, yeah, like get yeah, getting your hair done, yep. getting some exercise, like right. all those things you can say like, oh, I don't have time for that today. But that's that's not okay.
0: Yeah, n- that's not okay either. Yeah. So we 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 agree that maybe we should be recognizing that list a little bit So yeah. let ourselves off the hook a little bit. And. And uh, to make ourselves—actually, to to celebrate it. To, yes. It's a little bit like the genius call or the rants or the fails or yeah. whatever. It's a little bit like, hey, I'm doing all this shit all day. Yeah. Good for me. Yeah. I'm doing it. You totally. know, like, hey, I bet you— <laughs> Instead of the new, you're doing a good job. It's like— Good job doing those two hundred things that nobody recognizes. Totally. High five, other parents. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and and
1: what about like the idea of like renaming the to do list? Like, what if it was called extra stuff? Or like, what if it was called? <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm no, saying? No, I do. I'm like, just, that's very funny. Or I'm just like, you have, like a funny name. Yeah. Or like unrealistic. <laughs> Bullshit. That's Or right. just like, I don't know, like, let, let's think of a name for that that isn't... Bucket list. Yeah, before, bucket I list before I die. Before I die. I like, like to that. get my hair
0: cut. I like And that. I'd like to replace the sprinkler. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I think the idea of the to-do list is it's a different... You know, when you get really busy because you have kids or you started right. a business or right, whatever is going on in your life that is making things spiral out of control <laughs> and giving you all this additional shit to do that right. you're doing every day on top of the extra stuff. Like, right. it really does go from to do to being like. To stress. It's, it's something yes. else. It's yes. not the same kind of to do list. It's not the same one that, like. I mean, I remember in college being like, I'm so busy. Oh, no. I'm like, how am I going to get all this reading done? Right, like, How right. am I going to, you know, what? which I
0: did feel busy. Like, I and was you were busy. Whatever, and you I were was. busy with whatever was happening in your life yeah. at that point in time. So, again, it was like a whole but, day of talking to past Teresa. True. It's, it's whatever true. that was. Yeah, it it's, was what it was. It was valid for but, what it is. But, like, but right the now. To-do list, but the to-do list was a
1: different thing at right. the time. Because I could yes. look at it every day yes. and cross off a few things and even, like, make a new one each day. Right. And like cross off a few things, and like that's and totally
0: different. Yes, from and the I'm thing I'm work, looking at right, right. now. Right, and when I'm at work, like mm-hmm. when I was working, when I was working full time, and even when I was working after I had Katie Bell, mm-hmm. somewhere like being outside of the house and being in this office environment, yeah, I could nail a to do list, yeah, because like yeah. it was all related to that one universe, yeah. You know what I and mean? And it's all—it's just up to you mainly, right? Like, it's, it's, like there's, there's no one no there. There's no noise. extenuating circumstances, right? So. You're right. The personal and not, it's not even personal because yeah. it's like it's just as much work all those things that you've got to do. Yeah. Um list does become this different entity. And I and I just want to say I'm very pro to-do lists. I love clearly. Yeah. I Love a to-do list <laughs> because it's something that makes me feel like I'm in control mm-hmm. and it helps me. And I do think there's actually a benefit when you're feeling super overwhelmed mm-hmm. to write it all down. Sure. I-, I feel like that oh, yeah. makes it more manageable. It but does. the trick is, how do you make that list not become this thing that we're talking about? Yep. Like, How do you make it something that doesn't become a chore and actually becomes a beneficial tool that helps yeah. you? Yeah. So. On one side, we should make a list of all the stuff that we just have to do every day just to make ourselves be like, hey, we're actually doing a really great job. Yeah. You know, fuck you, sprinkler. Yeah. And then we have to actually somehow deal maybe with the sprinkler. Yeah. You know, so, like, I remember an idea that I heard, and I, we may have even heard this on the show once before, was, like, something that has worked for me in the past is sort of a two to three different lists mm-hmm. in different colors. Uh, I'm a sucker. For a multicolored notebook. I'm shocked. To uh, that. I'm, or a multi-tabbed mm-hmm. notebook. I like a notebook. Um, uh, so what you could do is there's like one page is solely the like, I need to get this done today. Mm-hmm. And it's like a super manageable list of like, I've got to make the doctor's appointment for Ellis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I need to reply to this one email. Right? Like these are the things that have to happen today at some point. And then there's another list that's, like, this week. Like, these are the things that, like, have to happen this week. Mm -hmm. I know this doctor's appointment's coming up. I know that I've got to get X, Y, and Z special in the house or we're out of diapers. Like, whatever uh, that is. Mm -hmm. And then there's the, this is the thing that needs to happen, you know, this month. Or just the running, like, this is the list of stuff that I need to eventually rotate in Mm -hmm. to either the week or the day list. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't have to look at that big list. Until the things are off my other list and I'm not even gonna worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to, you know, then your week list slowly moves into your day list. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know, like a two minute thing where you sit there before you go to bed and, you know, shift it. Mm-hmm. And that way you're not like looking at a 10 to 15 item list. You're looking at, I'm only pulling two things out to have to deal with today. Yep. You know, and that's it. I'm not gonna look at this other list, it's out. I can make I can reply to one email. And I can make one doctor's appointment, even with a kid screaming the whole time, or mm-hmm. while I'm at work, or whatever. Um, I think that's one way to maybe tackle it. I don't know. That's you know, and I don't know. If, to me, that sounds totally logical, <laughs> but I but I know that my brain works in like a very Tetrisy sort of way, and so um, that may not. Sound relaxing for other people.
1: Well, I have um, something similar to that that I've really liked doing. um, Was actually recommended to me by my friend Sean Wiley, who was a past guest on the show, Dr. Sean Wiley, um, who was on talking about parental leave. But he, when I got super overwhelmed when Simon was a baby and was like, I don't have time to do anything. He was like, that's normal. And Um, here's something you can do. And it's like your to-do list is basically you take. Like you make like a cross in a notebook. Like you make Mm -hmm. like one cross. So that you you basically have four blocks Mm -hmm. using the cross. And the upper left, you put do now important. And then on the right, upper right, you put um, do now not important. Okay. And then lower left, you do um, important not do now. Uh And then the bottom right, you put um, not important not do now. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, Um, you can kind of shift things around in a nice way and, like, put things where they apply in that moment. But really, when you wake up in the morning, the only thing you need to be actually looking at when, like, times are tough is what's in do now important. Right. Um, And it's kind of a nice way, I think, of prioritizing the important things in addition to the things that are due now. Because it's true. There's going to be stuff that I'm supposed to do today that
0: just is not important enough for me to do it today. Right. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think both things fall into that category of let's get it down. Yeah. And then then once you get it 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 down, really give yourself the exercise. And it may be actually very therapeutic, however you lay it out for yourself, to be like, this is really the only thing that has to happen in the next 24 hours. Totally. Oh, yeah. This is it. Yeah. You know, or this is... And I think... What helps about that is, you know, the sort of the either whether it's the this week or the this month list or it's the, you know, important but doesn't have to happen today box, whatever it is, that's where the hair the um the exercise like whatever it is that appointment that you really do need to do Mm -hmm. uh, falls into Mm -hmm. and so it's not getting lost it's not getting shuffled it's still there on the list Mm -hmm. you still have to recognize that you still have to like shift it into one of these other boxes eventually Mm -hmm. but that way it does have some importance yeah right um although i do
1: recommend with hair and exercise to just do it now to I put mean. it in the to right, put it in the fine, it to be do today because yeah. like
0: otherwise it's just never yeah, going to get the, gonna you happen. know what I mean well right and I would like to say with all this lovely advice that I know is at least coming out of my mouth yeah. I haven't made one of those multi to-do lists no me a neither very long I don't time know. no me neither <laughs> we just had to say something <laughs> I know something. yeah we just want to try it this show is really more like about helping ourselves more than anybody else <laughs> um, you're welcome guys you're you're welcome check we
1: One Bad Mother is supported in part by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Fashion-forward prescription glasses start at $95, including
0: prescription lenses. No one likes to take kids' glasses shopping. At all. So, with Warby Parker's Home Try Home program, that totally alleviates this problem.
1: The Home Try-On program allows you to order up to five pairs of glasses to be shipped right to your home. Try them on, select your frames, and send them back free with no obligation to purchase.
0: So go to warbyparker.com slash badmother, and you can get free three-day shipping on your final frame choice. Woo! warbyparker.com slash badmother. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. I saw what you did. Oh my god. I'm paying attention. Wow. You mom are a genius. Oh my god that's fucking genius.
1: Um, Simon got really into Toy Story uh, hey! for like a couple
0: weeks. and great. So we, Yeah, it's great. It's so
1: nice to have him watching a movie that is such a good, good movie. movie. I know. Um, and so we've been watching it and he's really into Buzz. Mm. And over the long weekend, um, he, he told me, I really want Buzz wings. Can you make me Buzz wings? And I was like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Because <laughs> I'm just not... I just don't. I'm not crafty. You're not a crafter. It's I'm okay. really not. It's but okay. I. But I was like. But we're home. Like we're home. It's a right. weekend. Like I. That's this is a perfect thing. But then I just like had a light bulb moment where I went like, we have cardboard boxes yes. from Amazon. I can just cut a big long strip and I can attach it to the inside of his backpack so that he can like put them on nice. and take them off really easily. And ah, that's genius. it was totally genius. And we have packing tape. So I use packing tape to attra- attach it to the straps. It was like easy, really yeah. easy. I mean, it was, it's really like simple. Yeah. But like it was exactly what he wanted. And we spent all this time decorating them together. And we happened to find like some old space stickers that nice. I had. I just happened to have them. I can't believe I had them. He was having such a blast like decorating and wow. drawing buttons. Yeah. And then like he even, I mean, he played with them all day and kept coming back to like adding more things to them oh. to decorate. So it was kind of like this imaginary play thing for him that like really took off and that he could really do himself because he could, again, he could like take them yeah. off himself and put them on really easily. So it wasn't like, one of us had to constantly be like helping. Yeah. Him. And he could just like kind of once I gave him the basics, he
0: could just go with it like the oh. whole rest of the day. It was so awesome. That's so great. And, thank you know, you. like fuck Pinterest and all that shit. That yeah, makes I did feel need... like it's got to be like no. super high end and no. decorated and stuff. He Good loved it. Yeah. Thank Good you. Good job. Yeah. Thanks. Good job. Um, what you got? I pulled out uh, an old, like I said, I'd hit a wall. Mm -hmm. uh, And I was really starting to lose my mind. uh, And I just remembered my old rule of put some music on. And I was really in the mood to hear 80s pop star Laura Branigan singing the song Gloria. And so I went to, there's an app called Songza, which I really do like. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not sponsored by them Mm -hmm. or anything. But they have really great playlists. You can really sort it out by like... Ma, you know, cleaning the house or like mom day or kids your should your songs your kids should really know like it's a lot of fun stuff. Cute, and you can type in like Laura Branigan, mm-hmm. right? And then so it brought up this list of like '80s, you know, swimming pool party kind of thing. And It was just all this great '80s pop music. And we just wound up having this dance party in the kitchen. And, like, Katie Bell really wanted to play the drums. So we, like, pull out the laundry basket, Uh, this wicker laundry basket. And she just sat on the chair. And she was just, like, rocking it out on the drums. Stefan was playing his little air guitar. Ellis and I were, like, dancing and eating. It just was, like, it just totally was a mood changer having that music playing. Yeah. Amazing. And I, I, I just cannot emphasize enough the importance of having a good speaker somewhere in your house mm-hmm. that you can just attach to your, you know, iPhone or whatever you have and just they make these apps. It's really easy to use. <laughs> you don't have to use your own app like right, you know, like yeah. the music was life changing. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt really I felt really good about that. Plus I got to listen to some go go's and I forgot how great they were
2: Hi, one bad mother. I'm calling with a genius moment. I am the mom of a seven-month-old baby boy who has just started to squirm and crawl, and on the changing table, he is obsessed with rolling over and trying to get away from me and starts screaming when I tried to flip him over to, you know, like put a diaper on, and I decided today to just put the diaper on backwards, and it was great. He pooped in it, and it didn't go anywhere, and he was happy, and the apocalypse didn't happen. <laughs> And I felt like a total
0: genius. So, thanks. Bye. Yeah, I love this so Great. much because the Ellis yeah. – z- sorry, Ellis is still flipping. Oh, yeah. We're, like, months, months past seven months. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he just flips and – and just, it is, like – I feel like I'm sometimes, like, WWF, like, pro wrestling. Yeah. I, like, lift him up and, like, boom, you back down, yeah. baby. He's, like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. But – I have never thought about putting a diaper on backgrounds. Yeah. I'm totally doing this. Yeah, that's great. Good job. Great job. Good job. Failures. Failures. Teresa, please fail me. Fail, 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 fail. You suck.
1: Well, I've got a bunch to choose from here, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the one that made me feel the worst. <laughs> which oh, was, good, good. good. Which was um, Oscar's been climbing a lot, and oh. he's been climbing. His latest thing is that he climbs up onto... Simon has, like, um we have, like, the stoky high chair yeah. that converts into basically, like, a booster seat for a toddler. So that's what Simon sits at at the dining room table. And... Oscar climbs up onto it, up onto standing, and then he climbs fully onto the dining room table. And he's plays good, with good for him. He's a
0: good climber. He's a
1: great climber, and <laughs> he does it now. He's really good at it. So yeah. he, he can do it really fast. Um. And if I keep the booster seat like away from the table, he'll just drag it over and use it to climb. <laughs> Um so he's really just like doing that and it's and it's gotten to the point where I won't really tolerate him being up on the dining room table because yeah. I'm genuinely afraid of yeah. an actual yeah, of injury there. But as far as him climbing up and down on the booster seat itself, I've and standing at the top of it, I'm just letting him do it because I can't <laughs> I can't stop it. Right. I cannot stop it and we we have to be home sometimes right. and I can't always be standing there with him every time. Right. And sometimes Sometimes he falls, I mean, a right. little bit, you know, mostly he's pretty good. He yeah. doesn't really fall that much. Um, but <laughs> yesterday morning I was helping Simon get dressed for school and I was just across the room from Oscar and he was climbing on the booster on the booster seat and it was near the table but it wasn't up to the table and oscar decided to try to straddle the air and make it to the dining room table from from the thing and he failed at it hit his chin on the dining room table and then like it flew his body backwards and he sort of like hit the booster seat on his back and neck on the way down and head um, and I mean, freaked out, crying, and yeah. it was just—I saw the whole thing happen. Like I can like remember it yeah. in graphic detail and slow motion in my head. Right. And it was just awful to see. Yeah. And he was—I mean, luckily, like no, yeah. not even like the slightest like concern of concussion or anything right. like that. Like he didn't like land on his head, but it just looked like it hurt. And then like. So it was just really sad, really scary, totally sucked, and, like, I don't have the answer for, like, how to prevent that I'm from just gonna happening you going to have to again. put that
0: chair in a closet or something. I don't Simon know. Simon uses it, like, every day. That's I'm, his uh, chair. I know. T- can you, like, lay it down, like, lay it on its side so it's not climbable anymore? And then just, like, and tuck it under the table or something? I mean, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Something yeah. like... I just
1: feel like the next thing, if I put that away, he's just going to start using the chairs, the dining room chairs. Right. Do you know what I mean? No, like,
0: I know. I mean, he's a climber. I don't, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally get the, like, he's going to climb no matter what. Yeah. So at least leave him with the thing he's really good at That he's at good with? But then how... I know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just line the floor with couch cushions <laughs> yeah. all day. I don't know. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Thanks. Um... I took Katie Bell on Big Thunder Mountain this weekend. Ooh. So, we, in yet another attempt to end the stomach aches, yeah. uh, we go to Disneyland together. And, you know, she and I have decided we're going to do Mama's favorite ride, which is Big Thunder Mountain. And I'm really excited about it because it's awesome. It is my favorite roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And,. She's really excited, and we get on it, and off we go, and we do it, and she like totally deals with it, uh-huh. and she's not like a, "get me off" in the middle right. of horrible things. Yeah, and she understands that you can't get off and stuff like that. But she was like, "I'm not sure I like this." So like, I'm like, I'm holding her, I'm like, yeah. doing it. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, wait, this is where Mama just scream, scream with me," and we just like, yeah. ah! and we get through, and we pull up to the end, and she's like, "I did not like that, Aww. Mama." Anyway, I actually have. I actually have a, a sound clip oh, good. of Katie Let's Bell. This will also give you some insight to like how like randomly mellow and mature my kid is at times and like horrible struggles. Okay, Katie Bell, tell Papa what you thought about Big Thunder Mountain. It was really scary. I am I'm not, not gonna, gonna go, go on, on it again. again ever. Uh so I've pretty much my fail is that I've ruined my child from enjoying the greatest ride in the world. And also I've kind of maybe forced her to go on a ride that she might not have emotionally been ready for. Her. Whatever stomach aches, here's your salami sandwich. Yeah, it sounds like that was really great for her stomach ache. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm calling with my fail. It's a really horrible one. Aww. So my son is six and he's learning how to read and found out words and all that good stuff. And we had this inflatable pool that we were filling up and there was a leak in it. So my husband said that he was going to get the silicone caulk and I made some snarky caulk comment about like, yeah, get me some caulk. I mean, you know, my 6-year-old didn't know what I was talking about. And then he said, what is cock? And I explained to him that it's like glue, for hardware kind of stuff. And he said, no, the other kind of cock. And I said, oh, like uh, rooster? Yeah, cock is another word for rooster, like Chinese zodiac. And he says, no, the kind of cock that you say you love, you know, B-O-C-K, and yeah, we've been spelling out words that we thought he didn't know, and clearly he knows them. <laughs> so then I spent the next like five minutes trying to explain to him that I just really love roosters. I love roosters so much. So that's it. On the bright side, my son is clearly a genius. <laughs> okay, thanks, mom. Bye. Oh, amazing.
0: Amazing. <laughs> amazing. I'm so yeah, sorry that yeah, just brought up just. Wow. You win. win. Yeah, you win. Yeah, you pretty much win. Uh. You are the greatest
1: mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I
0: have a problem, I call
1: you on the phone. I
0: love you. Theresa? Yes. Let's call him mom. Great. Today we are calling Sally Hepworth to talk to her about her debut novel, *The Secret of Midwives*. Welcome, Sally. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us all the way from Australia. (laughs) We've become so international. I'm I'm so I'm so thrilled. Um, What I'd like to yeah, and I'm not even going to mention to half our listeners what time it is where you are (laughs) because it's uh, it's ungodly uh, unless. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my children wake up at four o'clock in the morning, so it's not ungodly to me, but for for you, possibly not the best. Um, well, we'd like to kick things off with the question we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house?
3: Okay. Well, it's, it's me and my husband and I've got two little kids, um, Eloise, who's two and Oscar, who's five. And they're both here kind of running around in the background. And my husband's on kid duty, but I'm living in terror that they're about to bust in here. So if they do, I apologize.
0: <laughs> well, that, you, that, we like to have the kids around to keep the show real. Yeah. To give it a real flavor. Yeah. It's,
1: I think it's always, it keeps us all just a little bit on edge, knowing that <laughs> they could burst through the door at any time. It's good.
0: Yeah. You'll love having me on the show then. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's start off with uh, finding out some about your book. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about uh, the Secret of Midwives, and then I'm going to pump you for information.
3: <laughs> okay, great. Well, it's, um, The Secrets of Midwives is a book about three generations of midwives, a, a grandmother, mother, and daughter, um, and each with a, a secret that they keep from each other. And without doing too many not without doing any spoilers, um the novel kicks off with the youngest midwife who's twenty-nine, it's her birthday, um, and she is having dinner with her, her mother and, and grandmother and she spills a jug of water down the front of her scrubs because she's a midwife and reveals that she's pregnant and she's she's very pregnant with her first child and she's not giving any secrets away um she's not giving away the father of the baby or um or or even the fact of why she's been keeping it a secret so that's kind of where the novel starts and <laughs> um, and and it's it's a so it's a mystery but it's also um a novel about family and and motherhood and and the meaning of what makes a family
0: well right i mean that's what i that's That was kind of led me to one of my first questions. There are so many elements about this book that are just true of, that that happens when you have a multi-generational family who are close, who live near each other, who you've got the grandmother, the mother, the daughter. And then you add the fact that they also all share this profession of being midwives. And it's hard enough to deal with the relationships between you know daughter mother mother <laughs> um you know how much how much is there a connection between the work of midwives like you know generations of midwives uh to What's happening between family members? I hope that makes sense. I mean, like, you know, if if these people weren't related, but you had three sort of generations of midwives in the same room, are, are there not parallels between the two experiences?
3: Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I actually think that, that in the case of these three women, the the midwife thing is what ties them together um, because they, they have got um, – they are – they have fraught relationships with each other and um and, and the midwifery is, is what they have in common. But I the, the reason the reason Midwives um, was was the career that they have is because I really wanted to explore at the heart of the novel is is about family and, and what and I wanted to capture the the um the complexities of that relationship but when it comes to to family, I wanted it to be the people who bring babies into the world, you know, to be telling that story. and that's why um, you know that's what helped me to explore the, um, the, the, the idea of family not necessarily being a, about DNA and biology, but and, and so the right people to tell that story were the midwives, the people who bring life into the world. Well,
0: well it's so interesting because the midwife factor, that element added to it, you're already dealing with something just within the mid the midwife community of just how you approach childbirth um, and then it, trust me, uh, as I know, and many of our listeners know, and Teresa knows within your own family, nobody being a midwife, there are tons of opinions of how you should have your baby uh, strangers exactly. strangers on the street even have opinions of how you should have your baby um, so like it just it uh, you it really ratches up the intensity of. Those sorts of issues that women go through by themselves about what the right choice is and and you you do you do this thing in the book where each one of these women have a different view on how what the best way to have a baby is. Like, what's the best way to do it? And so you've got, you know, the youngest, uh, Neva, who thinks that a safe environment is the way to go. You've got the mom, her mom, Grace, who's like, no, 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 everybody's got to do it at home. Home, that's, that's the best environment. You've got the grandmother, who is probably like the grandmother of all grandmothers in terms of every grandmother we have, who's like, you know what, I already figured out everything you're stressing out about is total bullshit. <laughs> if you guys could all just, like, listen to me, that would be great. I, she's, like, very much of the mindset of, like, guys, it's really just about having a good birth. It doesn't matter the location. And, and this yeah. doesn't even actually play that much into the plot of the book, you know? <laughs> but it's, like, yeah. such a, a like, tangible force as you're reading it. Why? Why did you... Well, I guess I kind of know, but I'd like to hear you talk a little bit about why that is such an important element that you brought to the book, even though it doesn't have to do with like all these secrets and and what's happening between these women.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail right on the head with with what you said, because the truth is there is lots of opinions um, about the ways to give birth. And when talking about midwives you know, I, that had to be part of it, that um, that there is um, so many opinions on the right way to give birth. And and I think that ultimately my view is probably similar to Floss's, that there is no right way because there is no wrong way. Um, but when it comes to a novel, conflict is king. That's what you want right. to, to bring to the page. And so it, it was irresistible to – to um, and, and also it was something I wanted to explore, that none of these – opinions are wrong or, or right. It's it's just adds to the colours of what mid midwifery is really. The the different ways people want to do it. And it's good that women have got choice of how they want to do it. Right. But yeah yeah. I think Floss I think what you said is actually brilliant. I think she sniffed out that the whole thing's bullshit and everyone should do what they want.
0: Well, that's um, right. Well don't you all wish we could have that wisdom, like just at birth, like if that's yes. the thing
3: that could be passed down. <laughs> Yes. And we could get it early in our lives instead of having to wait till we're old and past it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now
0: you were, you were pregnant, right? When you were writing this, how did, did you wind up decide? did you actually have a midwife? And did, did, well, that's the first one. Did you use
3: a midwife or? Uh... No, I didn't because my, my, well, my first my first son was born in Canada in the hospital system. I was living there at the time and, um, and no, we didn't have a midwife. The second time I wanted to use a midwife, but I actually needed to have a a elective. I had to have a cesarean. Um, So, so no, I didn't, but here in Australia, we have uh, midwives at our hospitals um, that assist women through birth and postpartum. So I had, and also, you know, through labor. So, uh, sorry, through um, pregnancy. So I did have a lot of access to midwives and I did a lot of research by talking to my midwives when I was um, when I was pregnant. But I didn't have a natural um, midwife assisted birth. No.
0: Well, I was going to say, you know, I, I can't imagine like working on this book and then not having sort of crazy expectations of <laughs> of like I mean, how did that play out? I mean, you're in the middle of this book, and and I just think that's fascinating. You wind up actually having a a different birth experience than, say, what you were maybe thinking you were going to have to begin with. Plus, your book is filled with very difficult birth scenes. (laughs) I mean, how did that... Did that just make life more relaxing for you during your pregnancy? Did it... I mean, like, there's... And I'm I'm actually being a little serious. we We all go through that process of you know, did I do it right? Uh, or is this considered even right? Or, you know, everybody's telling us there's only, it goes back to that, there's only one way to have a natural birth. And, you know, Teresa and I have talked about this on the show. And while I get what the um, definition of natural birth is, I think anytime a baby comes out of your body, there's a natural element to it. <laughs> and that's, you know, No, I, unless you're a robot, though. Well, I guess I'm you're a robot. Yeah, we forgot about the robots. Robot babies. Robot babies are completely unnatural. But, I mean, did you find yourself in working with this book and then going through sort of the experiences you went through? Was it Did it help you or did it actually add to that pressure we all sort of go through?
3: Look, I think I've been asked a bit about this. And, and um, the truth is that when you write a book, a lot of people have come to me expecting that I have got a, a real um, natural birth agenda. Right. And, and that's... That, <laughs> That's that's not the case. I, as I said, I've had one natural birth and I've had one cesarean, and and the the upshot is that it makes no difference. Right. You know, I, I I got a child out of each one, and it was <laughs> amazing and beautiful. And I bet if you lined them up, you couldn't pick which one was which. You know, which right. one was a and which one was a was a natural birth. It doesn't matter. But when you create these these stories, you step into a role, and I I created these characters, and I had to get into their head and see how they believed. Um, you know what they believe the importance is and in in terms of how that changed me um it, it or, or what that was like being pregnant I did I've always loved blood and guts and and you know, <laughs> birth and'm I'm, I'm fascinated in that kind of stuff so yeah I spent a lot of time looking at births and um, when I was pregnant and I thought it was brilliant it didn't scare me at all um if if anything it did bring me a little bit round to to the real wonder of natural birth and and i didn't start at that position i started by thinking you know it doesn't matter and i still i finished on thinking it doesn't matter the most important thing is having a child and and that child being healthy but when i did explore this world of midwifery and the amazing Mm -hmm. men and women you know it's not just women who do this job I thought, wow, you know, if I, if you did and you were able to to have a natural birth and and you know with a midwife, I bet it would be a really rewarding, wonderful thing. And I'm glad that option is available to women. That that was where I where I ended up. So I still didn't have that, but I think it's wonderful, and I have a new appreciation for what that must be like. Yeah, no, that's a, that's
0: actually a great way to say it. You know, I just appreciate you, you saying that you appreciate that that's like an option for people that they want to have. Yeah, because I mean, I you know, I. I was like, I just want to be like a deer running through the hospital and you just shoot me with an epidural and just take me down. Like, I don't, I want it to be like, I don't want yoga balls. I don't want people rubbing my back. Don't bring me a mirror. You know, like, I need this as like 1950s as possible. Like, I just, whatever. But during our, during our time doing the show, Teresa and I have spoken to a lot of, Teresa. Teresa possibly the opposite a little. Uh, But we like watch, you know, some movies together to talk about on the show. And like, we've definitely talked to people about natural childbirth stuff. And and I can remember, even though I know exactly who I am and what I was going to do, I would have these moments where I was like, You see those people standing or giving birth in a bathtub, and no one's ever screaming as bad when they're in that bathtub or when they're in a pool of water or when they're standing up. It is, you're like, oh, I can totally appreciate and respect that without judging it. What a fascinating
2: lesson. Or without
0: feeling judged. Yeah, or without feeling judged. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I think. That's a great takeaway from uh, your experience. I think that's just great, um, Sally. We just want to thank you so much for joining us. It is actually very rare that we have just a full-on author on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, just it's really delightful, and it and like. The novel falls into such a category that we were actually spending the earlier part of the show talking about to-do lists and how we may think that they're bullshit because of all the things you actually have to do all day that don't go on the list. Um, oh. But, that you know, a good book falls so into the category of oh, things yeah. that we should do should be on the this is something I get to do every day" list even if it's 5 minutes or 10 minutes and um, it's really good and you don't even have to be totally afraid of births like me to enjoy this book (laughs) I really it's really a wonderful book Um, and again the book is called The Secrets of Midwives and we will link everybody up uh, to where they can get a copy of it and to information about Sally and thank you so much for joining us and you're just doing a wonderful job
3: Oh, you're lovely. Thank you so much for having me and for this great podcast. It's brilliant. I'm telling everyone I know. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. (laughs) Bye-bye. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Hey everyone, we're the Flop House, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We
1: watch a bad movie, and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche. And two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast. A podcast about words that sound like other words. A podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one, (laughs) a podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie, or discussions about sex tarps.
0: Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out and talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait,
1: what? So, if you like any
0: of those things, subscribe
1: in iTunes today, or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the
0: show. The Flophouse! That was lovely! Yeah, that was great. That was nice. Mm -hmm. I... I enjoyed her. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the book. I really enjoyed her takeaway. Because, you know, sometimes you write, it's sort of like the whole, just assuming that people who write crime novels are really good at crime or really into murder or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... Are really
1: good, <laughs> really at crime. good at murder and right. crime,
0: but you know, there's something like, "Hey, tell me about like yeah. how can you? Be, are you totally screwed up because you write about screwed up things? Or right. you know, are you some expert on the '70s because right. your book takes place in this time? You know, or like she must be a midwife. She must she be a midwife. writing this book right. about midwives. Right. Right. She right. must be all about right this yeah. process. Yeah. And I like that she's like, no, nah, not necessarily.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Each yeah. their
0: own. Yeah. Um, and may we all take away the wisdom." Of the grandmother floss in this book. Yeah. But really, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Just do do what works. Do whatever. <laughs> do what works. <laughs> um, so anyway, I thought that was just absolutely wonderful. You know what else I think is wonderful and hmm. doing a thing that works is having a chance to to let it go a little bit and to vent, maybe, maybe it's time for a mom rant. Yes. Yes.
2: Hi, ladies. I'm calling with a rant. So I hate the fact that my husband's long hours make me feel like a single parent all the time, but I also hate it when he gets home right at our kid's bedtime and fucks up my routine. Yeah, it's great that now you want to play with your kid and all, but he was supposed to be asleep 15 minutes ago, and this is going to completely ruin my Mm. evening. All I wanted to do was get my darling child to sleep on time so he will have a good day tomorrow and I can watch one goddamn episode of TV <laughs> before I have to go to bed. Anyway, I still love him. Love the
0: show. Thanks for keeping it real and for keeping me sane. I got ya. That's a that's a classic. That's a classic. You know. And I can Okay, first off, Good work, Dad's doing your work. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. And, and whoever dads, or whoever's working, whoever the partner, good whoever the one working. is, that it happens. That, I mean, we you. are totally one hundred percent going through this right now. Okay. Stephen and I are again. His work schedule sort of changed. He's not getting home. Yeah. You know, we tried the whole like I'll keep at least one kid up later, and mm-hmm. that just totally did not work for that kid. Uh-huh. You and know, not only was it not working for. For Katie Bell, she was staying up. Even, like, 30 minutes was, like, too late. And it would, like, lead to her being really upset and having a hard time going down. Mm-hmm. And I would also be really upset right. because it was pushing my, like, little You're bit of, time. like, alone time yeah. out the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and there is something about, dad's home. Let's get hyped. Yeah. Um, and it sucks for the dad because the dad does want to spend this time with the kids. Clearly, that's a good thing. Right. But I so relate to the rant of, the, like, don't come in here when I have got this thing down. Yeah. Step in, yep. and you know, like, because it's not like you can even be like, "Great, it's all you," right? And walk because that's not fair to anybody. Though mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, so you could, I mean, you could, you but I mean, you, or can, you can figure out. A you can plan talk. For well, that. that's just it. Yeah. You can talk about it. Like, yeah. I mean, yes, th- yes, that is true. Yeah. Don't, don't do what say Elizabeth would. I would do <laughs> and just fine. You better down <laughs> and just walk out and let them both fend for themselves without any information about what each might be doing. <laughs> But perhaps a more Teresa approach of <laughs> talking about it at a later time. If you're going to be coming home at this late at this that's time. That's it.
1: Next week, I'm just going to have a meltdown. I'm that's tired okay. No, no.
0: Your fails are here to keep issues. us grounded. Oh, that's all yeah, Don't worry. Yeah, fails. you got the fails. I always it's come through with the fails. You always come through Okay, thanks. With the all right, fails. I feel better. Go on. <laughs> uh, and clearly, past Teresa had some issues. Oh, yeah. I mean, we she brought that total up. total so idiot. What an- What a jerk Pastorisa was. She can't even be a mom jerk. She's just like a normal jerk back then. Um, (laughs) Just useless. Look. Mom, you're doing okay. Yeah. Enough with the empathy for the dad and the kid. Mm-hmm. That is a totally fair rant, and I totally get it. Teresa, we all get it. Yeah, we get it. And like And it sucks. Sometimes I'm just like, just don't even speak when you come in. I just need <laughs> silence. Don't interrupt my silence. Um, you're doing a great job. Yeah. You're doing a great you job. Are. You're killing it. Speaking of doing a good job, to-do lists. Mm-hmm. I think we did learn a little something today. What did we learn? That we do a shit ton of work yeah. all day, yeah. every day, Yeah, that, is, that can't even qualify for a to-do list. Yeah. And because it doesn't, we are not appreciating what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And those around us are not being given the opportunity mm-hmm. to appreciate us more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe that is just like a project today. Yeah. Maybe there's a project, maybe both people in the relationship... Write their to-do list down. I think it's fair for those who's because you know I you, I can sometimes. Well, get... hold up. I'm going to interrupt <laughs> you. Sorry. Both parties to do
1: both partners to do a to-do list for you're each right, other. That's that a marriage breaker just, right there. Yeah, that's you're asking, just for, asking for, for trouble. Okay, that
0: is a passive-aggressive exercise. Scratch that. Out. You're, right, that. you're right. <laughs> Clearly, you're right. Clearly, your years of experience working paying off. Maybe I'll just edit that out of the show. (laughs) Um, Maybe you should. Maybe we should all make the list so that we can really see it. You know, one of our past guests early on, Little Pink Monster, mm. she, um, I think, Natasha. Yeah, Natasha, uh, who's one of our first guests uh, from her website, Little Pink Monster. She, <laughs> you want to watch somebody totally do the, I really committed to this blog, but I'm also really having time with Kit. Like, she's really good about expressing how hard it is for her to balance and just like this kind of stuff. But she did a great exercise once on her plates. She did plates. Mm. This is what's on my plate, Ooh, and yeah. she like drew out the percentage of like how much of her day was going towards kids, towards the dog who was sick, towards her own self care, towards yeah. you know errands and jo- it was like I'll yeah. I'll find that link and I'll put it on the Facebook page as well. Okay, but it was she did like a plate thing as a way to sort of see. W- where her time was going mm-hmm. and it was a great thing if there's too much on my plate right now yeah what it was a great metaphor i think you were saying earlier how can we re-look at this yeah maybe that's a different way to look at it yeah instead of like it being that. a list yeah let's take some stuff off our plate yeah but the bottom line is we're all doing yeah we're all doing a lot yeah and,
1: and just just not to get down on ourselves yeah. about the lists that we have that maybe have not had anything crossed off in a while <laughs> in like, a while don't, yeah. don't get down on yourself for that because you
0: know you know you're doing the best that you can that's right that's all you can do you're all doing the best you're all doing a good job yeah everyone is doing a very good job yes you're getting up you're doing things during the day and then you're going to sleep you're doing it Teresa, you're doing it. Thanks. You're doing a good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. I really wish sometimes (laughs) that children weren't so difficult to raise. They're very hard, everybody. They are really hard to raise sometimes. They're really hard. I actually had this thought where I was like, I, the whole like children are precious thing is like a luxury of a memory of this it time. Is. And while you're in it during the time, it is just like a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be great to be like, oh, like, I like mean, Katie Bell being like two is already this precious memory to me. Like yeah. I see a picture of a little girl and I'm like, oh, I just, just that loved that time. I, I loved those moments that we played together. Even though, like in the moment right now with like 14 month old Ellis, I'm like, ah, yeah. You know? So, like, Let's all celebrate the fact that one day, these will all be precious moments to us. <laughs> Hilarious. Everybody, hang in there. You're doing a great job. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to load down Mama blues. I got to load down Mama blues. I got to
2: load down Mama Blue. I down Mama Blue. Gotta low
3: down, Mama Blues. Gotta low down, Mama Blues. You know that right. Listener supported.